See, what's nice about collecting records is you have a lot of cross-pollination. For example, this was done originally in Peru or something, and then it was done by Simon and Garfunkel, who stole it from the Peruvians, and this is a bunch of guys in Nashville stealing it from Simon and Garfunkel. The Nashville string band El Condor Pasa strung up an album that Bill Finneran and Lori brought in today here on The Hangover. Hey, Bill, what were we going to talk about? Um, you said, uh, oh, collecting records. Yes, we're here celebrating next week's Eugene Record Convention, 21st Annual Record Convention at the Hilton next Sunday. And that's why I won't be here next week. And, Bill, um, I was going to ask you about the value of records, you know. Uh, what was the question I was going to pose to you? I forgot well, what it well, was. I get a lot of calls and people say, I've got some of the most valuable things on earth. Blah, 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 blah. So if you've got something you think is valuable, you can bring it to the record show, and then you will truly be able to find out how much it's worth. Sometimes I get people who think that some of the stuff is worth a fortune when it's really not worth anything. Other times I get people who have a box of old records and they think it's garbage, and it, they end up walking out of the show with some fat cash in their pocket. So if you've got an, something around that you've got kind of have an idea might be worth something, bring it on in. You know, a lot of people think that, like, Beatles records are valuable. They're really quite common. You bring in a scratched-up Beatles records. There's only a few, really, that are considered really rare. Am I correct? Yeah, the promo stuff, the real oddball stuff on small labels. But if you've got an early, like, 60s Beatle record, any of the common ones, but it's never been opened, then you're in luck because it's worth at least a 100 to a couple hundred bucks. But if you've opened it up, its value goes way, way down, even if it's in perfect shape. And if it's got any scratches on it, good luck. Yeah, did you hear that, folks? Unopened Beatles albums and how many of those are out there. And I'm not talking about ones that people resealed, so... Forget it, you know. Same with Elvis and stuff. It's like collecting something that there's a lot of. It's the the, the obscure stuff, like the Leo D. Lion album that I'm looking for. Now, that's valuable to me. The Reverend Mark Time here on the Sunday Morning Hangover talking about records. we got Bill and Lori Penny here, whose fortune we are going to tell next. We have the Zoltan fortune. What is it about Zoltan? You've heard me play this before. In Mountain Park in Holyoke, Massachusetts, there's an amusement park. And there's like this guy in a machine named Zoltan, and there's like 30 different fortunes in a teller, uh, uh, fortune teller arcade machine. You put in a quarter. This is the one you selected, Lori. Here is your fortune. Listen closely. This will govern your actions for the rest of the week. Greetings. Some advice for you from Zoltan. Take a chance. Do not be foolhardy, but be a bit more daring and aggressive. Especially in romantic areas, the time seems right for action. A certain freedom of spirit is indicated for you, and this is a most opportune time to break some of your old established patterns. But above all, be honest and sincere. Playing games and being at all deceptive can mean nothing but trouble. Somewhat adapt an attitude of nothing ventured, nothing gained, but pay strict attention to your own good judgment. Orange is a good color presently. 
He should blow about four or five chords and let him get in the groove and then go on into the introduction. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Back to 9178, cut nine. Oh, lucky Eddie. 6-9. God meeting strangers, woman. Believe me, this chick's no sense. But I really get her going when I take out my big 10-inch Record of the band that plays the blues, the band that plays the blues. She just loves my big ten-inch record of her favorite blues. I gave her a little pinch, but she said, Now stop that jiving and get out that big 10 inch record of the band that plays the blues. Well, the band that plays the blues, she just loves my big 10 inch record of her favorite blues. I cover her with kisses when we're in a love with clinch, and when she gets all excited. She begs for my big 10-inch record of the band that plays the blues. Well, the band that plays the blues. She just loves that big 10-inch record of her favorite blues. Just makes her flinch. See, she just goes for nothing except my big 10 inch record of the band that plays the blues. Well, the band that plays the blues. She just loves my big 10 inch record of her favorite blues.
you might recall that me, the Reverend Mark Time here on the Sunday Morning Hangover a couple of weeks ago did a Tico Tico show of all Tico Tico songs, and I forgot to play this one, so that's why I'm playing it, because this is Tico Tico played on the saw. That's right, the saw, you know, the things that you cut down trees with. This is a guy named Jim Leonard. We are here with Bill Finneran and Lori Penny from the Eugene Record Convention next week at the Hilton. Are you having a good time, folks? Excellent. Spectacular. Let me turn this down just a little bit. We heard whole lot of coconut with Led Zeppelin versus Harry Nielsen, the Trogs, H.I.S. ad, Aerosmith, my Big Ten Inch, and the original by Moose Jackson, Big Ten Inch songs about records. And also we're playing a lot of other wacky stuff, too. Um, Bill, you had something to say about local records, that people are looking for records by local artists. Local rock artists, basically, 50s, 60s, and into the 70s. If you were in a band and you made a record, or if you've got any records of local artists, a lot of people are looking for those. There was Leon Smith, who had Little 44, a local artist. There there was a great record on the Graves label, which is was up on uh, Willamette Street by the Dominions. And it's an early, like, 60s-type punk record. And that thing, if you got it in perfect shape, goes for a lot of bucks. So a lot of times people think, well, it was just a local artist. It's just a, a hunk of junk or it's no good. But a lot of times that's what people are looking for, really obscure local records that were well done. Do you have anything to add to that, Lori? <laughs> well, I was just wondering if you meant, like, the garage bands as well. Of course, garage bands. Of course. Need you ask? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it could be like it could be like local polka records or maybe local classical accordion albums. We wish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lori, who cooks in your family? You or Bill? We both do. You both do. Who's the better cook? Me. You? What? <laughs> I cook gourmet. He cooks. Grocery outlet. <laughs> so when you get home from the record convention, well, you guys probably go out to eat after the, this whole thing next week, right? Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say, like, do you go home and you cook your man a big meal? Ah, that'll be the day. Uh, <laughs> no, because towards four o'clock, we're all taking turns going to the bar at the Hilton. Oh, that's and, oh don't start talking about what's gonna go on. Because that's the perk of working for Bill is you don't get paid, but you get free drinks, and so we all take advantage oh, of that. Oh, man, look at Mark Time's face just all lit up. No, <laughs> you no. wouldn't believe it. I went to the bar there once, and they charged me like 10 bucks for a glass of wine, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I can't afford to drink here. You know, because I was thinking, maybe you go to the bar, you know, it's like you're drinking there, maybe it's just some rich lady that, you know, looking for, like, you know, some guy, you know, some, I, sh I shouldn't talk like that, I'm married, but I'm just saying, my fantasy is this woman that has $20 billion says, you're the Reverend Mark Time. I want you to come home with me, and I'll just, like, you'll be my pet for the rest of my life. It could be arranged. <laughs> well, we do all end up in the bar afterwards, and one year it was funny because Bill looks like Dustin Hoffman. Oh, yes, and exactly. This, this gal invited him up to her bedroom, and I'm sitting there looking at my sister going, Oh, brother, yeah, give me all the time. I, it's just... I'm just sitting there cracking up laughing, going, go for it. Well, Lori, you got to realize Bill is a rock star in his own way, you know? Rock on, baby. Yeah, rock and roll.
Hey, we were just talking about High Fidelity, the movie. That was Elvis Costello, and uh, me, Bill, and Laurie were talking about the movie. Uh, a great movie about record stores. And Hey, hold on a second. I want to get this call. KWVA. Hello? Oh, damn, they hung up. We're having phone problems here. Call back after we finish telling this story. And I was telling Bill that in High Fidelity, the DVD, they left out a scene where this woman says to, who's the guy, Kevin? Uh, the John main, Cusack. John Cusack says, come on over. I want you to buy some records. You know, and she, he goes over to this rich woman's house, and she's got all these mint Elvis Presley records, and mint, like, Sex Pistols and The Who and, and all these, like, incredible Beatles records and stuff in a whole box, and, and they're just impeccable. He goes, how much you want? And she goes, $2. And he goes, I can't do that. I just can't consciously do that. And she goes, well, here's the deal. My husband just took off to the Bahamas with his girlfriend, and I'm trying to, you know, I, I, this is my way of getting back with him. And, Bill, you said that this actually does happen. It does happen. If you go to garage sales enough, uh, you're going to find that sometimes women are just selling their husband's stuff or their ex-boyfriend's stuff, and they're taking anything for it just to clean it all out and get rid of it. It's happened to me a couple of times. Yeah, it's really incredible that they didn't leave that scene in the movie, and the movie was more about his love life and stuff, but I <laughs> I think it's funny that, that could, do you have any other, like, do you have any stories about finding, like, something really incredibly great for cheap at a garage sale? Like, can you think of one right offhand? Oh, I, I oh Lori has one. Hold on. Yes. Bill said, don't ask questions. Just stand by this because I need to go talk to the person to see how much they want. So like the good little watchdog I am, I stood by it, and he went in and asked how much they wanted, and they told him, and he came back, and I knew from the look on his face, we just hit a gold mine. And so we both do the same thing. Um by just looking at each other's face that, you know what, we really want that. Don't ask questions, just give me the money. Right. <laughs> Bill, do you have any others you could think of? I can re remember one years ago in California, I was at this kind of low-end uh, swap meet, and there were a lot of, like, gang members there. And I went up, and there was this pile of records, and I looked at them, and they're all making remarks because they've, kind of angry people and I picked up this one album and it was called Raul Donner Taking Care of Business oh yeah I know Raul Donner and it's a hard to find record from the 50s <laughs> he was kind of like an Elvis wannabe and I picked it up and they were all laughing at me and they were saying why would you ever buy that you can have it for a quarter you're so stupid you're so <laughs> foolish and they were all making fun of me so i gave them the quarter and i walked away and you were like all right <laughs> yes score now see it works the opposite with myself and my wife barbara i'll go to a yard sale or something and she'll be there and i'll pick up a record and the, the guy selling the stuff will be standing right there and she'll go Oh my goodness, you've been looking for that record for the last 10 years. Oh, I bet you'd pay anything for that record. Oh, and I'm like, shh, 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 be quiet. Don't say anything, you know? This is the Sunday morning hangover here on KWBA. Times like this when I sit at home and reminisce. Oh, how one's knees So I close my book and sighing, take a second look. Sure enough, I'm quite a 
So I spin and disc around and round and slide the needle in the pool. Just uh, got a call from Brother Love. He was talking to me about Rare Records. And, Bill, 
Finneran of the Eugene Record Convention. He has in excellent shape the original Electric Ladyland cover from England with the naked ladies on it. Is that worth anything? It's good. Hendrix collectors are in a whole category by themselves. I mean, it, it's a good album. I won't say the amount that it might be right. Worth, you can't because I won't say like a dollar or two or twenty or thirty because I can't. Mark Time will get mad at me. That's right. No, it's station <laughs> policy, not to mention mention prices. But it, it's good. And Lori, you had like something you were going to talk about, and I forgot what it was. Yes, and if you lost an album through over the years and it's out of print. Um, I had my house robbed, and I lost my album for Mike and Tina Turner come together. And through their divorce settlement, they weren't able to uh, print it out because they couldn't come up with a solution. So uh, there was no way I could find that album. And finally, at the record convention the second year, lo and behold, there was Ike and Tina Turner come together. And, Fantastic. Yeah. And so if you've lost any albums, or you're going, hey, I used to have that album, or I always wanted that album, if you come there, there are trillions, I'm saying, Trillions of albums, books, CDs, you name it. Posters, it there, posters, videos. You name it. Yeah, we're talking about the 21st annual Eugene Record Convention Sunday, February 8th next week at the Eugene Hilton. That's why I won't be on the air. I'm going to be selling records there. And uh, we have Bill and Lori from the convention here. we got another song about playing records. Show. I 
the Raspberries with Eric Carmen all by myself, Eric Carmen. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to kind of fade that one down because they really go on for a while, but it's all about records. And we were talking about the Raspberries' first album with the Scratch and Sniff cover. And uh, have you seen the Scratch and Sniff sticker for the first Raspberries record, Bill? Anywhere? Yes, I have, but it's usually pulled off or somebody's already ruined it, so you don't see it very often. That hasn't been tampered with. Can you think of any other famous Scratch and Sniff record covers? I've got a good one. There was an album called Ben Atkins Patchouli, and I was working in WSHU in the 70s uh, as music director. Hold on a second. I love when people call and I'm talking on the air. What's up? Oh, Marty from Chicago. Hang on a second. We got people in Chicago, San Francisco, LA, all over the world, and Nick in Birmingham, England, listening to Bill and Lori here at the Eugene Record Convention show here on The Hangover. Ben Atkins Patchouli. We had like 10 of them in the record library, and the whole record library smelled like patchouli, and it was nauseating. <laughs> Isn't that kind of a rare album now? Uh, 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 it probably is. So. Well, 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 what year was that? 72 or 3. Oh, yeah. If, that, that one's worth a few bucks. Yeah, if you see Ben Atkins patchouli <laughs> for cheap. Hey, let's play a record by the Collins Kids. She's a one for me, she's a witch of No, no, wait a minute. I, I just realized something. I played that at the wrong speed. The, uh, come on, that was a, a, a 45 played at 33. This is the way the Collins Kids whistle bait really sounds.
That's the original uh, whistle bait by Larry Collins of the Collins Kids. That's the way it's supposed to sound. I played the wrong version earlier. That's what happens when you play a record on the wrong speed, right, Bill? Yes. And we got one we're going to be playing on the right speed in a minute, and it's called S- Smash. And I guess this is on your label, your record label? Yes, I had a small record label for a number of years. Some of them are quite collectible now. I noticed he called it X Records, which was actually the original Beach Boys label was called X. Hang on, I'll get that while you talk about it. Uh, one of our local Beach yes. Boy fans, who you probably all know, brought this tape over to me and he said, you cannot believe how good this is. And I listened to it and I agreed with him. And so okay, we put it out it. on record. You got it. You got to run. And it seems like the record got started getting played in L.A., and to make a long, long story short, the artist got hooked up with Brian Wilson and became his musical producer. So wait a minute. This record that you put out is responsible for having Brian Wilson and the Wondermans get together. Uh, yes. Wow, that's really amazing. Rock and roll history here on the Sunday Morning Hangover with Bill and Laurie from the Eugene Record Convention. Any other stuff about what we're going to hear next? Um, what this record's all about, what what the song is. It's a Brian Wilson song, and uh, Darian did it all by himself. Every instrument you hear on this is played by Darian. This is not the Wondermans. He overtracked 16 tracks, and it's pretty amazing.
Wow, that was totally amazing. That's Darian Sahanaja on Bill Finneran's record label X Records, which he copied from the Beach Boys, right, Bill? Yes, I did. We got Bill and Lori. Say hi, Lori. Hello. Okay, that's all you're going to say. <laughs> we could talk politics for four hours, Lori, but really what we're talking about is records, Bill Finneran and that song, a Brian Wilson song. Hey, what's up, Andrew? We got Radio Tango coming in in 15 minutes. And Smash, a new Brian Wilson song. Do you have any regrets? Um, tell me a little bit about how that came about. I know you just told the story, but um, uh, have you heard? Have you seen this guy lately? Or um, he's really, really busy now. He does the music for uh, Disney replacements, the cartoon. And if you ever watch it, you're going to hear little Beach Boy type hints in the in the music. Darian doesn't like to travel a lot. When he was going to Japan with Brian Wilson, he got really sick on the plane, and they had to let him off. So he's kind of enjoying his fame and being able just to have one place to live in L.A. This is the Reverend Mark Time here on the Sunday Morning Hangover. We're noted 15 minutes left till Radio Tango, and I'm talking too fast. And it's all about the Eugene Record Convention. Hey, a good question from Brother Love. Don't worry, I didn't forget your question, Brother Love. Ready, Bill? I'm sure am. Okay, you've heard about the ultimate baseball card, the ultimate bottle of wine. What is the ultimate record to look for that is worth a million dollars? Oh, it's changed over the years. It used to be a five sharp 78. Uh, but there's a number of records now that are worth a lot. Certain Beatle pro promotional records have went through the roof and sealed butcher covers that are in the first state before they put the second cover of it are going for a lot. It's really changed a lot over the years. So I can't think of one holy grail. There's been lists made of like the top 20 records of all time. With that, we're going to get into something really horrible. Dean Martin, tell us about this Dean Martin posthumous album. Okay, you got Dino, the great Dino, and then you're adding people's vocals to his original tracks years after he's dead. And there's a Josh Stone track on this that is just horrible. It's notorious for one of the worst things. She doesn't get the concept in the least bit of singing with Dean Martin. Why they ever put it out, I, I don't know. It's called I Can't Believe I'm In Love Your Wait. I Can't Believe I'm In Love With You, Josh Stone and Dean Martin. Your eyes are blue, your kisses too. I never knew what they could do. I can't believe that you're in love with me. You're telling everyone I know. I'm on your mind each place you go. They can't believe that you're in love with me. I have always placed you far above me. That you love me And that's 
after all is said and done To think that I'm the lucky one I can't believe that you're in love with me say, hey, look at that bozo over there. What a bozo. But what a bunch of bozos. Like it's a bad thing? Well, I'm here to tell you what a bozo really is. Now, bozo is a clown. A clown who wears size 83 shoes, has the hair of a yak, and a big red nose. And likes to have fun. Bozo is a clown who likes to make people happy. That's what a bozo is. That's who Bozo the Clown is. Bozo is someone who loves people. Short people, big people, tall people, all people. People from all over the world. And when they find people in outer space... Bozo will love them too. That's what a bozo is. That's who Bozo the Clown is. Bozo is someone who loves to make people laugh. Doesn't matter what color you are, what country you're from, what language you speak, Bozo likes to make everyone laugh. And he's been doing it for 50 years. That's what a bozo is. That's who Bozo the Clown is. You might ask, how do you know so much about Bozo? What makes you such an expert on Bozo the Clown? Well, I am Bozo. Well, no, not really. But I'm proud to say that Bozo the Clown is my pal. And a pal is the best thing you can be. Got something for me, something you call love, but confess. You keep messing where you shouldn't have been a messing, yeah. Now someone else is getting all your best. These boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. 
than when you oughta not bet You keep saving when you oughta be changing Yeah, but now right is right But you ain't been right yet These boots were made for walking And that's just what they'll do One of these days these boots are gonna walk all over you shouldn't have been a playing And you keep thinking that you'll never get burned Well, I just bought me a brand new box of matches, yeah And what she knows, you ain't got time to learn The boots were made for walking And that's just what they'll do One of these lazy boots are gonna walk all over you Oh, that was awesome. Don Ho, Don Ho with these boots you made for walking. But really what blew my mind, Bill and Lori from the Eugene Record Convention, and I had an accident in my pants over that William Shatner record. William Shatner singing about Bozo the Clown. Awesome, 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 awesome. Oh, Bill, you made my day. You made my week. We're going to be hearing that many times here on the Sunday morning here over with the Reverend Mark Time. I'm, I'm too excited. I can't even speak. We're talking to Bill and Laurie from the Eugene Record Convention Sunday, next Sunday at the Hilton. Laurie, what were you saying about rare rockabilly records, something? We were out doing our usual secondhand stores and garage sales, and I found this rockabilly 45, and I took it up to Bill, and I said, this has probably got to be the weirdest song on the face of the earth. So Bill and I, we paid our 25 cents, got in the car, he had that grin on his face, and it turned out to be worth quite a chunk of change another great story about collecting records from Lori penny bill a lot of the obscure rockabillies are worth a lot of money even if they're just kind of mediocre if the if it's early 50s and it's on 45 and it's rocking somebody wants it even if it's somebody you've never heard of and you might just find it cheap at the Eugene Record Convention at the Hilton next Sunday. Thank you so much, Bill and Lori, for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Reverend Mark Time, as you know, next week, Lane and Kara will be in doing my show. Upcoming shows on The Hangover include March 1st, a return of Elliot Martinez from Booze Week, Mood Area 52, doing a spillover show into the next show, Radio Tango, and the return of Honey Visor. This is Johnny Moped for you, Reed.